Daddy, it's always a pleasure to be home. Thank you. And Mama, thank you for having us home and for accepting us. We came in our broken state and you spoke words of life to us. Remember the call when you called the day a few days after Bishop Masilela who led me to Christ went to be with the Lord through COVID-19 and you, you called me and prayed for me thank you it healed us we needed just that call thank you thank you thank you so very much and to have us home we are so excited and to all the great generals who are here, Fivefold Ministry, and our brothers in the PCN. Thank you, Bishop. Now I have brothers, sisters. Oh, what a family. We really appreciate you so, so very much. Thank you. Thank you to the whole church. We want to appreciate you and say a big God bless you. Hallelujah. And to my wife, I want to say thank you for standing there and for believing uh, in me as your husband. And I'll say thank you so much. We love you, sweetie. And to our son and the team we are coming with from Eswatini. And what I'm learning here also is uh, since the first day we are seeing PKs uh, uh, in Eswatini, I don't know here in South Africa if this term was ever used uh, whereby, but umfundis agamdal umfundis. Uh, I don't know how you, talk, you say it in Sosoto, but it's the same. Okay. And then takes over by Smackfuga in the Christian arena. <laughs> but on the other arena, it's okay. But when I'm, what I'm seeing here, seeing the PKs uh, taking the role, it's, in, it's, it's something that is ministering unto our lives. Uh, Bishop uh, has been traveling to Eswatin for more than 16 years. Every year, they will come, the Mama Gek and Bishop Matol, they will come uh, to New Heaven, to many places. And we are traveling with uh, uh, a son who took over a church also, Bishop, uh, the, the, the pastor you ministered to them, uh, in the Levites camp, uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Jackson Mazubugo, and yeah, yeah, you know him, you remember him, yeah, and his son and his wife is here, and they're running the ministry, and uh, we are so much grateful to see all this happening. Oh, Reverend Vugani is here, praise the Lord, hallelujah. I won't be long already, oh, thank you so much, Tim, amen, already, Ovasia Sam has ministered to my life so so dearly uh thank you so much man of god since the beginning uh, uh wednesday we've really been empowered here and uh, uh please i'm gonna share there's copy and paste amen we are allowed to copy and paste praise the lord hallelujah except in the examination room <laughs> hallelujah but when him do is there you can ask him uh, uh, how has the test or the exam been set? He, he saw 
because you cannot study the whole book when you're going to write an exam. So I'm two no's. Hallelujah. Zechariah chapter number four. The same verse uh, over CSM gave to us. Verse six to verse nine. I'm just sharing briefly on a message. The grace to start. The grace to continue. The grace to finish. You see, just here the, the spirit of the Lord was moving and some are lost. What's happening? When others are praying in tongues, some are lost. It happens like this. Uh, can, can I have just two uh, bottles of water? If you can just run. I've, I've got only two minutes of this. Amen. Uh, where are two bottles? Okay. I just want to show you something. I'm a teacher by profession. You see, you can be in a revived church and remain not revived. You can be in an atmosphere where God is operating and you remain the same. And it's not the problem about the atmosphere. It's the problem about you. You see, this bottle is empty. And I can just drop it into this water, a bowl of water. Imagine it's a pool or it's a river. It can stay there in the water for two full years. And I can come back to fish it out of the water. It will still be empty, though it was in a pool of water. And the problem is not the water. It's not the pool or the stream. The problem is the bottle. It is closed. And when it is closed, nothing comes in. It is a bottle. But then the problem with it, when it is not full, it makes a lot of noise when the challenges are coming. You see this bottle? When I squeeze it, it talks too much because it is empty. It gossips too much in church because it is empty. Though it is in water, it talks too much, complains too much in church. Now, there's another bottle which is full. When it is pressure, challenges are coming. When you press it, no noise. You are pressing it, no noise. The difference, it is full. Just open up the lid and allow the Holy Ghost to fill you so that when pressures are coming, oh, you will just be silent. No, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, 
and he shall bring forth the capstone which shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands, say the hands, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple and his hands shall also finish. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. The Lord bless the reading of his word. We are reading an actual story that happened. When the prophet Zechariah was declaring this prophecy to Zerubbabel, it was in a time when the work of the Lord had been stalled. The Bible records in the book of Ezra from chapter 3 to chapter 6 about how they were building the temple. When they were building the walls of Jerusalem on Nehemiah, God had steered the heart of Zerubbabel and Jeshua and other leaders to raise up the temple. Now as they were building the temple, it went up to the foundation level. When it was in the foundation level, the elders who knew the previous temple, when they saw the foundation coming up, they started crying, remembering the previous temple. But the new generation, the Bible says the new, the young people, when they saw the temple being raised up, they started making a joyful noise, such that it was a mixture of pain and joy. And others are crying, others are celebrating. And that kind of a noise attracted adversaries of the Jews. And the adversaries of the Jews came. When they saw the temple coming up, they first did one thing. They said, we want to build with you. That is chapter 4 of Ezra. They said, we want to build with you. Allow us to build with you. Zerubbabel said, no. Our God will help us to build. We don't need you. Sometimes you must be mindful when you are building who are coming to build with you. Others may come who want to help you, yet they have been sent to become spies to derail your work. Zerubbabel said, no, you cannot build with us. Then, number two, they said, we want to help by bribing the workers. They started bribing the workers, say, stop doing what you're doing. Ah, many churches, our members have been bribed out of the project. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm glad God's servant bishop, Moses Ono said to us, just here, we need to come to a level whereby we break these walls of denominations. We come one body. We cannot compete again. But many times I have seen it in Swaziland, not in South Africa. Whereby other ministers will see builders in the local church. People who are helping in the local church. And then they <laughs> bribe them. Call them to Wimpy. And say, what are you doing in that church? Come to our church. We will give you this and that. Many left churches out of being bribed out. May you not be bribed out as we are working. Then they did a third thing. 
they sent letters of accusations. They sent letters of accusation to King Xerxes. They said, if these Jews will build, they will never pay tribute again. Stop them. And for many years, the letters were going there, bouncing back. These ones are defending themselves. But they are bouncing back, bouncing back. Until Xerxes said, let the work stop. And they were all discouraged as the work was stopping. Now when they were discouraged, then the prophet of the Lord got and received this word. He came to encourage Zerubbabel. Say, Zerubbabel, yes, the work has stopped. But this work will be built. Not by your might. Not by force. Not by any understanding. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. Then this is the word I want to share this morning. Then he said, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation. The same hands will finish. There is a grace to start, to continue, and to finish. In this text, the hands represents these five things. Number one, the hands of Zerubbabel represented marvelous helpers. When we're going to build and continue to the finish, we need marvelous helpers. We need what? Not marvelous opposers. Second Chronicles 26, verse number 15. The Bible records about King Uzziah who had many people working around him. The Bible says these people were able to shoot arrows and great stones. And his name spread far abroad for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. The Strong's Dictionary of the Bible when it explains the word help. In Greek, it's antilepsis. Strong's number 482. It means someone who supports. Someone who brings relief. Someone who aids. A Sakura. Now for every church, we need marvelous helpers. God's servant brought to us a message of MOH. The minister of helps. Ministers who are helping marvelous helpers. Marvelous helpers are apartakers, not undertakers. We need people who are apartakers. How shall I make a one? Be an apartaker, not an undertaker. You see, my undertakers, they like to bury people alive. They like to bury others who have got dreams in the church. Am my undertakers, we are getting a son when Where is my race? I'm an undertaker, but we are pimba when by slice. But umauti again, I want to join and be a marvelous helper in the praise team. The batibona, you are I'm a vocal coach. Wako agatangani by slice. I'm an undertaker. You want to do ushering, but when we are figure, we are figuman by slice. My undertakers, let us be marvelous helpers in the house of the Lord. Marvelous helpers, hallelujah! We build with marvelous helpers, and my marvelous helpers they do not 
do things to show off. They are marvelous helpers. They may not be seen. They may be in the bed, the back, but they are saying, this work must go forward. They are saying, 930 churches must be built, and I am there to help. I'm a marvelous helper. Number two, the hands were representing leaders and partners who are sons and daughters of the house. You see, sons are permanent. They are not on transit. We came with our son here. Can you just stand there? You see, if you look at him carefully, you see me in him. He has my DNA. Yes, yes, he has the color. But the other features, he is just young. But there's a time that is coming when he will have his own home, his own wife, he has his own family. But I will not go to Agamalinzi's, no Masakayalak. He will still be a Malinzi's in his own home. And as a granddad, I can come anytime. And Umangita, as a granddad, I don't have any fear. Gooding here in somebody's place. I'm still going home. And when I enter there, I can say, hey, where's the tea? I need coffee. I need coffee here. Makoti, can you give me something? I still have a say. When you are sent to start a branch, 930 branches and you are sent in Cape Town. When we come, may we still find the same DNA. We must not be lost. Where are we here? The same features. Sons and daughters are a planting, not a decoration. Sons are a planting, not a decoration. It says in Psalms 114, verse 11 to 15. Can I give? Yeah, please make it. Oh, you see this? Everybody look at me. You see this? It's a beautiful plant. It's a beautiful flower. I can decorate with it anywhere I go. Actually, I came with this one from Eswatin. And it is here today. Though it is so beautiful, the problem with it, it is dead. But beautiful. It is not alive. But beautiful. I can place it anywhere. It will still attract. Others can even take it to the funeral parlor, by the way. It is beautiful, but it is dead. We have got many members. They are beautiful, but they are dead. They are beautiful, but they don't have life. You can take them in any church. You find them that they decorate. You take them church B, they decorate. Church C, they decorate, but they don't have life. 
but through sons they have life they are a planting in their youth they are a planting and when you uproot a plant you kill it when a tata la sigisa la sigisa so only a fan now look at this true sons and daughters are not on transit balaikaya even if it's not comfortable sons it's, it's home even though we are not eating bacon and eggs we are just taking inguango. I don't know you don't have inguango here what do you call it but it's home it's home with umto. I, I can hear smell. They are frying. Oh, gamakeloan. But here, umto. All right, all right, umto. Gusekaya la. No, all right, umto. Gusekaya la. May I say this, Bishop? Allow me to say just to digress a minute. You know, I remember when Noah was building an ark. The Bible tells us he brought all the animals in the ark. Different kinds of animals. They were in the ark. And then in the ark, all the doors were closed. There was no ventilation in the ark. Now, imagine all those animals in one ark. They will be there for some time. In the ark, other animals, their livelihood. <laughs> if it's an, a lion, Ilanchiayo. My antelope, but we are all in the same ark, and as long as we are in the ark, it's like there was a divine instruction your appetite must be suspended as long as we are here. Yes, you live, your livelihood depends on your neighbor, but as long as we are in this ark, your appetite must be suspended. Now, look at this now in the same ark. When they wanted to do number one and number two, it was in the same place. In other words, it was stinking. And it was too hot. Because the walls of the ark had been coated with butamen or tar. And the first seven days, it was too hot. When the heat is there, the tar, uh, it has another smell. Inside, it was not comfortable. Those were outside for the first seven days. It was like they were saying, Noah, are you crazy? Just allow the animals to come out. It's comfortable outside. Look, look, we've got fresh air. There, is, there are no vents inside. But Noah was like saying, no, even though it's not comfortable, I think it's better inside than outside. Because after 40 days, ah, there was a difference. Those who were outside were never to be seen. Those who were inside were safe, even though it was not comfortable. May I submit to us, Bazalwane, it may not be comfortable in the house, but it is still safe in the house than outside. It's better inside than outside. It's better in Jesus than outside. Even all they can say, come out, stay in the house. Stay in Jesus. It's better. Number three. That's just five things. Number three. The hands were representing 
leaders and partners who have got the same spirit as their leader. You cannot build Zerubbabel with people who have another kind of a spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 18, he says, I aged Titus and sent our brothers with him. Did Titus take advantage of you? Did we not walk in the same spirit? Did we not walk in the same steps? Marvelous help us. Hands that we will build with and get the 930 churches coming up. We need the people who have got the same spirit. Same spirit as their pastor. Same spirit as bishop. Same spirit. There are so many others alone. When the leaders or the pastor in the local churches bring people, they don't have the same spirit. They have a razor under the sack. Basiga langa pass. Bayangena ngetul pati bayapuma nga pass. Because nalaba the same spirit. Let's have the same spirit in the house. Whereby when the vision is casted, we all run same spirit. Same spirit. Oh Lord. Bishop was ministering in Eswatin to our leaders. And he mentioned this. He said, we need to have umtualo. People who have got the same spirit. Hey, there is a song we sing. It's in Masito. Ganye ganye. Ganye ganye. Ganye ganye. Masito. Ganye ganye. Si chabu. Lom sebenzi. Lom sebenzi. Ungo wa. my god same spirit same spirit we are pulling together because ministry by God's design was not made to be a one man show ministry by God's design we have to be partners we have to come to lift up hands of our fathers we to lift up hands and we don't number four 
the hands of Zerubbabel were representing those who will serve with him because they owe their lives. They owe their lives. It's so wonderful to work with people who say, I owe my life to this church. If it didn't come to Soweto, where would I be? Where would I be? Where would I be? Philemon 1 verse 19. I, Paul, have written this with my own hand and I will repay it, not to mention that you owe me your life. 2 Corinthians 8 verse number 5. The Macedonian church was a wonderful church. Paul says they did more than we had hoped for. They gave themselves to the Lord. And they also gave themselves to us. Just as God wanted them to do. People who serve owing their lives are those who serve with a heart of gratitude. If Bishop didn't come to Eswatin, I don't know where, where would I be. He came and ministered. We were playing pianos. But one word transformed us. There's a song Ray Bolt wrote. And they were singing it with the gators in appreciation Billy Graham that says, thank you for giving to the Lord. For I am alive. That was changed. When we are hearing overseer saying that at seven years, he was here in church. And today he's an overseer. I owe my life to stand on an altar like this. I owe my life. It's not because it's a right or a privilege or, or, or a right that I, de I deserve to be there. No. Rather, it's just a privilege. Sorry. I owe my life. If you serve in your local church, owing your life, saying, oh, you see, for me, I'm a uh, my friends, three of them, who were a team, three of them, one died being stepped 17 times drunk. And I know it could have been me. But a man of God came before that and declared a word of salvation. And I was rescued. If it did not come, it was going to be me. The other one committed suicide. High on drugs. And I remember very well. I was with them. But a man of God came. And ministered the gospel to me. I owe my life. When I come to save in the house of the Lord. I have that heart of gratitude. Where would I be if Jesus didn't love me? Where would I be? And that kind of a people, you can build with them. I owe my life. Do you owe your life? Yeah. Thank God for this church. Today, I'm pastoring a church. Because they came. You know, something you, you may not know. We're told 
instead of being given food, you see, driving from Swaziland to New Heaven, and you are eating biscuits during lunch for a whole week. Wild food is there, but you keep coming and serving. And we are the fruits today. We owe our lives. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Save with the heart of gratitude. Where would I be? Ha, today I'm driving pastors around. Ha, me. Look at your neighbor and say, you. Really? You. You are now holding a microphone. You. You know yourself. Before you were born again. No, no, not you. Now you can wear a suit. You. You. You, you know yourself. You remember yourself. That you just go, you, you could walk naked and you, don't, you didn't have a problem. But now you dress more you. That means somebody came and brought light to you. You. Some of us, you know, even our homes were a wreck. The gospel came. It brought arrangement in the home. I always remember, I'm the last born in my father's house. And the way I was born, it was not a good way. Because my siblings were already there. And here I come. I come in a situation where my mother, Bishop will talk of this. When my mother is married to this family. And yet is married to this family. Unfortunately for her, I come as a product. While she's married there. Not... And here I come. Now I'm going to grow up here knowing that my father is on that other side. But I am here. It's a wreck. Hearing some words that this one is not from here. But you are growing up here there. And I had anger. As Overseer Sam was ministering here, I also was healed. Anger and revenge. My revenge was simple. I wanted to impregnate a lady in this house I'm in and a lady where they say I'm, a, I'm from. Because I'm a child of no identity. And every time when a child does not know his or her identity, at 13 years, he goes berserk. He loses it. And I was like that boy. And then a man of God came and preached. And he said, forgive all of them. And when I forgave all of them, today, all of them, I relate with them as their pastor. Now I'm a pastor for both sides. Whenever my senior brothers are having it tough, they will call, hey, Mfundis, then I will pray, I will pray in the name of Jesus. I will pray in the name of Jesus. I will pray 
But when there are no challenges, you have fundis. Me called Mfundis from that horrible background. I owe my life to save. Where would I be? I owe my life. I owe my life. The hands, number five, they represent those who refresh their pastors. Zerubbabel, you cannot build without those who refresh you. And I'm here to say, Barcelona, we need those who refresh us. 2 Timothy 1 verse 16, may the Lord grant mercy to the family of honesty for us. For he often showed me kindness, ministered to my needs, comforting and reviving me. He was not ashamed of my chains. He often refreshed me. One of the challenging moments we are having in these last days is that many of us are slicing our cover. We are not refreshing them. We are slicing them. And then when the rain comes, where's the water? I don't see it. The water. Oh, okay. What a shock. (laughs) I thought my eyes were playing games with me. And then when the rain comes, you have sliced your own umbrella. You did not refresh. When the rains are coming, we thought you were under a cover. But Umandi, you are wet. But there is a cover here. But unfortunately, the cover, it's actually when it's a sword. And then when the rain is coming, in Ghana, just straight. What's all about man's asabele makoras? One net for asasonwe. One net for ayem tandaswe. I could see Agatandas, we are Tandas. Money, the roof is leaking. He has been slicing and never refreshing it. And there is another one. Iana in full. Ukon, we are refreshing. No malina ganganan. Lianeta, Lishayekeleni. He is safe under the cover. It is my prayer, Bazalwane. Let's refresh our pastors. Let's refresh in the house. Be a breath of refreshment in the house of the Lord. I want to close with these two practical stories, two or three of them. When I was in school in Nigeria with Bishop David Oyedepo, his Bible school, Word of Faith, Bible Institute, a lecturer told us a story. And the story goes like this, that a man of God who was used by God in signs and wonders, miracles, he was targeted by the enemy. To be taken out of the game. One day he called an altar call. Three ladies were amongst those who came on the front. And then they said, Pastor, we've got some special, very complex issues. May we see you after service. 
Then after service, the whole church left. The elders left. The leaders left. Even Mamfundisi left and the children. Only the man of God with the three ladies remained behind in the church office. And you are starting to counsel them. After three hours, the wife said, Daddy's not coming. Send his 15-year-old boy. Go and check. Is he right? When the 15-year-old boy entered the office, he found his father stuck naked, but dead on top of one of these girls. What they did when they entered the office, they casted a spirit of lust. Because you must remember, Whenever you come from ministering, virtue has left you. You are at your most vulnerable space. You need those who will refresh you at that time. And then he, he died on top of one of them from the pulpit. Straight to die as if he was not anointed. When the lecturer told us, I was crying. And I said, where were those who refresh? Because if there were those who refresh, marvelous help us. When they see their pastor's car around, they say, no, we're not going. We are lingering. We are not rushing anyway. Because he's our pastor. Once a man of God dies, there's a dark cloud that covers that church. When our father, Bishop Masila, went to be with the Lord, there was a dark cloud. There was a dark cloud. And that's why we always appreciate the call from Bishop. There's a dark cloud. Marvelous helpers will come and say, no, we are there. A man of God died in South Africa. He was from preaching. After preaching, wonderful. The SCO, the SCM rather. They invited him and they said, man of God, goodbye Sunday morning. You can go back to your local church. And he was sweating. He was so tired. He drove in the rented car to the airport. His church was waiting for him for 12 p.m. service. But between the university and the church, because he was so fatigued, a drunk driver the devil had positioned with a truck smashed on the man of God who chances are probably he dozed because of fatigue and he died only in the evening they saw in the news ETV about that accident the church was waiting for a pastor the SEM had sent off the pastor but in between the pastor is dead where were those who were marvelous helpers? Who will say, Pastor, we will go with you. We will drive for you. We know you, you, you know how to drive. But we are not worshipping you, but we are, we are marvelous helpers. We are here to build with you. We have seen a poster that we are preaching somewhere. We will be there. Even, even if we are not doing anything just to be there. You, you don't know what, it, what, what happens in our house when we see our sons and daughters here, 65 of them. We are just encouraged because there are some things that we cannot tell them. Even if you can tell them a thousand times, they need just one exposure to explain a thousand times message. 
the last real thing that happened as I close. I went to Ghana Bishop 2019 and I forgot to take prophylaxis the malaria tablet. I was there, enjoyed the service. I came back. I didn't feel anything. Went to preach uh, 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 in Mozambique. I came back and it's another malaria infested area. Not knowing that I've caught the thing. I've been beaten by a mosquito. After 21 days, as this thing was incubating in my system, I started feeling dizzy. I was losing it. And then as I was losing it, they checked on me, the doctors. Oh, my alarm is off. My alarm is now saying, I'm out. <laughs> they checked on me. Now, the thing, they checked on me on the 18th. It was still not visible because it was still incubating in my system. So they said, oh, we don't understand what is this. They, took, they drew the blood to the lab. Yet in the lab, the enemy had positioned a lab technician who was devil inspired. She took my results, exchanged them with someone's results. And the person that they gave me my results of, when they were, the doctor was checking on them, the sugar level was 32. Kidneys, both of them had collapsed. The liver had been damaged. I am there sleeping, waiting for these results. And the doctor who came with these results, the first thing that he wanted to do was to stabilize the sugar. To try and bring it to normal. Now, before I went to Ghana, just doing my checkup, my blood checkup, my, 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 my checkups, the doctors in church who had checked me, they had given me another report which says my blood level, my, my, the sugar level by then was five. Five, was just five. Now, when I come and get these new results, 32, and this one wants to drop, yet my sugar level is around five. That means 32 minus 5. I'm going straight to induce coma. I'll die. Then when they were about to put that thing to bring the sugar down, one of marvelous helpers said, no, before you do it, I, I, we just checked our father before he went to Ghana. Can I just do my own checks? I cannot understand that from a space of 21 days, sugar will rise like that. When they were checking, he was now checking, and she was checking, and she went through to, do, to observe the lab test herself. The results of my sugar was 4.5. Now, can you imagine I wouldn't be standing here if there were no marvelous helpers, I would have gone long ago. May you be a marvelous helper. Zerubbabel, 
The work has stopped. But don't worry. Not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. Who are you therefore? Oh ye mountain. And we are saying today, who are you? Oh 930. Oh challenge. You shall become flat in three years time. We shall build the churches. But we need marvelous helpers. Who will help us? The hands. Say the hands have started. 40 years. The hands will continue till a thousand churches in Jesus name may you be a marvelous helper bishop thank you our father we bless God for your love